Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. And I'm Dave. I'm Chris. And it's very, very, very odd because here we are, not on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. In fact, we are in luxurious Southampton. Or the Southamptons? No. The southernmost South- part of the Hamptons? Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. In a very, 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 very fancy house with a big pool shaped like a bean. It's a little country house. It's not a little country house. It's like a fucking little country house if you're a very, very wealthy person. And you should see all the big portraits of Chris that line the walls. There's paintings of him. What do you mean? Oh, there's one painting. There's there's paintings of him and his, his his rich brothers and sisters. Then there's a picture of him like kneeling with this gigantic football jersey on, and he's got this fucking short haircut. And you know, after the game, all he's thinking about is, I can't wait to smoke crack when I get off the field. Right? Is that what you're thinking? That is very true. He's like 12. He's like, I need to shoot meth. Dude, I get off the field. You actually reminded me of a story I can tell right now. Great. Okay, so we had, uh, I was my sophomore year, we were playing this school called Rivers and made this big game, and like I hadn't really been like playing a lot, you know? What position did you play? As a guard and a middle linebacker. Okay. Offensive guard and middle linebacker. And so. Did uh, you ever catch the ball and run? No. You just protect no, I, other I people? No, I did one time, but that wasn't even, it wasn't even in a varsity game it was like when i was younger so like you I, were a varsity football player in high school yeah did you wear one of those jackets and stuff no no it's never like a letter like the ones with the letters on it and stuff yeah did no. you have sex with cheerleaders i went to an all-guy school an was there, all-guys was there, catholic school was there any gay sex with male there cheerleaders? was no there was the arrow man we did have a uh so what's the point of being a, a football player if you don't have sex with cheerleaders I don't know. Is that the only reason you're supposed to do it? Love for the game. So let me tell Fitness. <laughs> Circle <laughs> okay. jerks. Okay, so this is a stupid story, all right? And it's not even very dopey, but it's kind of funny. So we played this high school. Um, this was my sophomore year, and I got to start, and I had, like, a pretty good game. And um, everyone was so excited. Sophomore year? This is my sophomore year. And then... Tenth grade. I, tenth grade, yeah. And so then I, I was like... I, I, like, came into this one position. And then for the rest of the time, I played that... For the rest of my high school, I played that position. I started at the position. So but this is, like, the first game where I got to do it because somebody got hurt. And then I did a good job. So, like, they kept me there, right? Um, so... After the game, my friend's parents were leaving, right? It's actually funny. This kid that I'm talking about is the Leonardo DiCaprio kid. You know, remember him? Of course. Yeah. So Teflon. Anyways, his parents, Teflon, his parents were leaving and going to like Maine or some shit. So we were throwing a huge party at his house. We had told everybody and it was getting out of control. We're like random people were talking about it. We didn't invite, you know, so it was going to be off the hook. Right. And so big party in a big house. Was it like a modest country oh, home no. or a real home? <laughs> it was semi-modest. It was, it wasn't as modest as this. So it was it was off the, off the chart. <laughs> it was pretty good. Dogs so, and gates and pools. And um, shit. It was nice. It was a really nice house. And so, anyways, so my friend's parents were leaving, and what he was doing was staying with another one of our friends, right? And so we were like, you know what we'll do? We'll just throw the party at his house, right? And then somehow his parents found out because everybody like it like got to his parents. So many people were talking about it, and I was like, he like turned to me. He's like, Chris. He's like, you know what? He's like, I'll just go to. He was staying with his kid, Zach. He's like, I'll just go to Zach's house 
He's like, you go and open up the house, you know, and get it ready for the party. And they'll, th- they'll, they'll throw him off the scent because I'll be like with Zach, you know what I mean? And then we'll go out for the night and we'll, we'll just come to the house and like, and then I'll come back home. But you stay at the house. This you know is what the I mean? Teflon guy? This is this the time? Teflon guy. Yeah. And this is pre, pre like serious pre mental illness. Yeah. This is pre crazy stuff. Right. Um, and so I was like, all right, cool. So after the game, right, I remember I still was like a couple hours with him. I still have like the tape around my ankle, like and whatnot. And I go to his house. I'm with this other kid named Eric, right? And we're going to open it up. I know, like, the the number for security and everything to get into his place. And, like, I just had this, like, intuition, I remember. I was like, maybe I should ring the doorbell, like, before, right? So I... So you did. So I ring the doorbell, like, just to make sure nobody's home. And I see his dad, like, I'm like, oh, there's Mr. So-and-so. Like, he walking by the glass. I'm like, fuck. So my friend Eric, he runs to the left, and I run to the right. And I just run and jump in a bush, right? So I'm sitting in this bush, right? And he comes out, Mr. Mr. So-and-so comes out. And it happens to be a Suburban drives by, right? And now my friend's cousin's name is Chris, and he drives a Suburban, right? And he yells, Chris, he's like, I saw you, I saw you, Chris, and he was talking to you in no, the bush. No, no, he was talking to my friend's cousin. Oh, Mr. So and So, yeah, Mr. So and So thought it was his nephew. What is it? His nephew or whatever it would be. He, uh, so he's like, Chris, I saw you. So he was talking to like his family member, and, you th- and then and I yes. come out of the bush, and he looks at me. He's like, What the fuck? And he got mad. He started yelling at me. I would too. He said I was like fucking up his marriage, all this stuff. I, why were you fucking up his marriage? I was, I was really. Well, I think they were like going away to have like a nice like trip, and then like his son is, and his son's cronies like fucked that up, you know? Because he did find out about the party. Yeah. So it's cl- it's like a classic sort of dazed and confused story. Yeah. Do you ever see dazed and confused? But I remember. You know what I remember from that though is so like my parents found out. I ended up. I was like I got high and wasted, and like I had somebody else pick me up at his house, and then. My parents found out, like, what happened. I remember I went home, but, like, they weren't even that mad because, like, I did well in the football game. <laughs> well, your parents had a lot of learning to do. <laughs> yeah. It was all, it was all, you know, they really had no idea. But at this point, I already, like, was, I already had been a horrible DXM addict. I'd already smoked crack. I'd already done everything. But know? they didn't know that. No, they knew I smoked weed a lot. Um and they knew I drank, and they knew I'd experiment. I'd already been caught with cocaine once. Oh, really? Yeah. In the Caribbean? No, I was caught with cocaine in eighth grade, and my friend's parents called my parents, and they had to come, like, we had to, like, sit at this house and have this giant talk, and it was really Your weird. parents have been put through the ringer. The yeah, first thing I asked that. Chris when I got to the place was... If, um, when it was really bad, if what they... What place? Rehab? No, here. Oh, here, yeah. When I f- first got to Chris's uh, humble country house, which is really intense for all of the normal, poor, and middle-class, dopey nation listeners. It is a serious fucking house. Um, I said, if your parents, like, when you were at your worst, did they ever take down any of the large portraits and photographs of you on the wall? Because, <laughs> like, why would they want to see that in these moments? Like no. when you got off the, when you got put on the no, no. Do call. not enter. Yeah, the do <laughs> not enter code. Like they were like, maybe we should take down that big portrait of Chris on the field. They didn't take anything down, but I, they were like good friends with some of my friend's parents and they stopped hanging out with people and stuff. And it was mostly just because I think it was painful. Dude, imagine like, though, you're at your worst. You've just stolen your mother's <laughs> diamond engagement ring to sell it for crack in Harlem trying to trade a phone and your parents and art your sister gets the call 
to come get you. And she's like, Mom, I have Chris is on crack in Harlem. I have to get him. And she looks up and she sees the picture of you 12 with the thumbs up <laughs> with that look in your face like, that's right. I'm going to be smoking crack in 10 years, you know, and it's that fucking thumbs up picture. You know, Dave is referencing an old picture where I am giving a thumbs up. And it's like he's like nodding into the camera like just you wait. And at that point, it's like, thumbs up, I'm going to be a congressman. Thumbs up, I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. And then, like, he's 21. No, no, no. no. I got to back that up. They knew I was not going to be any of those things from when I was a little kid. With that thumbs up, Oh, with the thumbs up, yeah. I was in so much trouble as a little kid. Like, so hyperactive. So it was always an ironic I was, like, one of those, like, before it was, like, fashionable to medicate your kids with stimulants, like, I was getting... (laughs) I was getting heavily medicated at an early age because they were like, Chris is out of control. I wonder if, though, that if, if that was like the spark. What? Medicating you at a very early age. You know what's crazy is the newest <coughs> research, and this drives me nuts, and this is like peer-reviewed published research says that people who um, have a problems with addiction, if they have ADHD, they, have, they should take stimulant medication. That's what they say now. That's like the newest research, yeah. I'd like That's to totally in- messed up. I'd like to interject with a text that I got at 5.32 today. This is one of, from my, one of my best friends, the guy who wrote... Do I know him? He's the guy who wrote Good So Bad with me. He's a, he's a, a partner in one of the biggest corporate... Oh, you've told me about him several times. And we talked about him on the show. You said he might be... Uh, he might be an alcoholic. Yeah. It's, it's very possible. And you wouldn't mind if he heard that? No, I tell him that all the time. Oh. <laughs> we, sit on my, we used to sit on my terrace and read the big book, and he's like... Hmm. <laughs> like this, All right, what's the tags? What's the tags? A few more, and he likes the show, okay. and he makes a lot of comments on the show. Okay, but today's comments is a few more comments on the show. Chris should stop burping. I want to slap him in the head when he does that. You should not talk about music with Chris, or God forbid, let him play any songs. <laughs> and three, I cannot believe you like the show, girls. I am not sure we can still be friends after I hear that you love this show. That's a good text message. I don't love the show Girls. The show Girls is okay. We watched that one episode that was great. I watch it to... It's like I'm an alien. It's like watching Sex in the City. It's like, well, I don't watch Sex in the you City. Never, I watch it sometimes. I tried to, but it was, it was, it was out of my... Out of my uh, I couldn't watch it. Really? It's just disgusting. Girls, like, it reminds me of, of an alternate life that I could have had had I been a girl. normal. Yeah, <laughs> if I'd I been a girl. No, you know what I mean? They're like these Oberlin kids. And, like, it's like when I was a kid or when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I, I had never watched Beverly Hills 90210 when, I, when it was on. Like, yeah. But then when it became, like, in reruns on... On cable, I, I started to watch it like kind of like an alien. It was like voyeuristic. Yeah, yeah, like to see what normal life could have been for me yeah. had I not been so fucked. You understand? Yeah, no, I get it. Totally. Now, what do you think about recording Dopey off the Lower East Side? There'll be no sirens. There'll be no fish tank. I kind of like the sirens coming sometimes. Of course. It's all life. It's very hip. Well, hip. There's no (laughs) life here. It's dead. 
There's it's a dead. coffee machine bubbling in oh, the back. Oh, yeah. So I think our coffee's ready, actually. Let's well, wait a minute before we get I'm to I'm kind of ready for the fucking coffee. I know, but we should do some shtick well, first. Well, please. The coffee is sh- Oh, wait. I need a comment on that text message. For the dopey nation, you do know that I intentionally play horrible music. It's not true. It's No, no. It's, it's Chris's sort of like go-to. My, it's sort of like my dumb, my dumb comments where some of them are truly <laughs> dumb. It's, Other ones are to cover up my dumbness by interjecting purposefully dumb comments. Same with the music. Some of it's really bad that I play you, intentionally, you and some wish. is actually bad music that I like. You wish. You, oh, I mean, oh, that's, wait, wait. that's fair. On that note, and because you said that, I have to play this one song. Wish. I have to. You, you just you haven't heard it. You will fucking like it. Let me get my coffee. Should I pause it? No, play the song. Okay, I'll start playing it. Make sure you can hear it, though, because this is all about the lyrics. I need sugar. You're, you're on your own to find that. I don't know where anything is in this place. I told you I needed sugar. Um, it's probably up over there above the um, stove. All right, guys. This is by Necro. Um, very pertinent for the Dopey Nation. Uh, kind of glorifies drugs a little bit. I don't know if it, it doesn't really glorify drugs. It's just a guy. Well, I'll let you decide for yourself, Dopey Nation. Are you listening, Dave? If this is bad, I'm really sorry, Justin. My neck I'm for work, I'm fiending for an eight ball. I got a crack on my mind, Listen. I'm hearing cocaine call. Telling me to beep the dealer to deliver me stuff. Keep it a secret from my wife, cause she thinks I don't use drugs. They have buzz, bleeding from my nose. And damn, I couldn't bleed, but I'm still thinking about the next gram. It's Friday night, I'm not trying to leave my crib, dude. I kill myself while the dealer's eating Japanese food. I ain't got no pride while buying the shit. I'm lying to myself, telling the runner I'm trying to quit. It's all me. I'll pretend that I'm true And when you give me credit I'll you every chance Yo. I get to Todd Yo You're on the show What's up? This is all over the place What's up Todd? It's Chris Hey Chris, what's going on buddy? Nothing. Chris was just in the middle of playing another horrible rap song That just says no. cocaine So he decides it's good <laughs> No, it's, it's also all- about his struggles with addiction But you, that was just a fake And LL- the big book and stuff But that was just a, a takeoff of LL Cool J You didn't J. even give it a go It was LL Cool J, I need you love did, You didn't even give it a go it's Todd called in. I've been waiting for All Todd right. to call in for years. Todd, what's up? Do you have? Wait, hold on. on. Todd, hold on. Do you have milk? No, close. I told you to get milk. Did you? Yeah. How can we have coffee without? Yeah. I drink my coffee black. Put a piece of chocolate in your mouth and then drink the coffee and let the coffee melt the chocolate. It's delicious. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. How you doing, Todd? Miserable, how you guys doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Miserable. Good. good. Miserable. Is that related to uh, substance abuse? Everything's related to substance. What's not related to substance abuse these days? Uh, less in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, my whole life is destroyed because of my use of drugs and display. <laughs> the question is, Todd. Yes. And I know the answer, but I don't really know the answer, but I'm assuming the answer. When what? you, Todd recently left New York City to seek higher ground in the suburbs of Albany by Saratoga. You told me this, actually. You mentioned this. Todd was on the upswing, but the caveat for the upswing was that he was going to have to return to his apartment to get things he needs. No, no, no. I had to go down to do one of those stupid uh, unemployment meetings on Monday, like on last Monday, so I could keep my unemployment benefits. So I had to go down, back down on, uh, I went down Sunday, stayed till Tuesday, and then left. And of course I used. That is the point. (laughs) 
That's why you didn't. Re- I used. Dave's. I think Dave's assuming that you intentionally sort of knew that you were going to use. Well, as soon as they called me and said that you have to come down, as soon as I got the, the message that you have to come down in order to retain your benefits, and I knew I was going down myself. I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm, you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely jumping back on the horse. So walk but us, just, walk us through what happened. Exactly. This was absolutely the worst weekend of my life. Like I hit the, I hit the wall, man. Holy shit. Oh man. Like, let this, it out. This, Todd. Is, this is a bad story. Let it out. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm shit? ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm waiting right. with bated breath. I get down there on Sunday. So um, as soon as I get there, you know, I get in the apartment. I, you know, I cleaned up a little bit more because, like, I went down a couple of days before with my father to clean the place up because my parents are down there right now, like, staying in the place. Staying. They're in the apartment? They're in the apartment right now. Uh. Right now as we speak. So, it's smelling of, of, of cigarettes. No, no, I cleaned the shit out of it. It smells wonderful. It's clean. I cleaned all the mats. Like, the place is spotless. It, it looks better than it has since I moved in. Why did they stay there? Just save 500 fucking bucks. They had, a, they had a wedding to go to, so they, they wanted to save the money and not have to, you know, get a hotel room, which totally makes sense, obviously, since they're paying for the apartment anyway. Right. So anyway, so, so, you, so let's get back to the story. I go down... Um, Sunday, and it was it was it, I I <laughs> I like lasted maybe about an hour, and then I'm like, all right, fuck this. So I call this guy up in my neighborhood. Where did you I get go, money from? Um, I had my unemployment money. Mm. Good old unemployment money. Mm. Nothing like that. Free free cash. Um, so basically, right, where you're you're up staying wherever in uh, Albany or whatever, you just know those. Checks are rolling in, and you're not spending a dime, too. Not right now, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I saved it up. I, I only, I just, just, the best of thing is I only had a week of unemployment before they decided to have me come down and do this meeting. Usually it's at the end. Mm. But for some reason, this was in the beginning. So who did you call? So I called this guy, Lou. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't use anyone's name. But no, 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 Lou's no, pretty generic it. name. I think it can yeah, be. It's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty generic name. I call, this guy, I call this guy in my neighborhood. His stuff is pretty crappy. So, But I, I didn't care because I couldn't get a hold of my other guy. Is this dope? Is this do- dope you're yeah, talking it, about? Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. So I, I go over, I get a couple bags, whatever, um, just to tie me over so I can get the good stuff. So um, I do that. I think we smoked some dust too. Yeah, we smoked dust too. I oh, smoked dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cra- I went crazy. <laughs> That's his new thing. He smokes dust with I the went, neighborhood I guys went, on the Upper East Side. What? It was it was just like you know free man out on the weekend. Like I've been like under lockdown and under lock and key for a week, going yeah. nuts, and then I get down there and so I just lose my mind. It's like so much freedom. I can't I can't handle myself. Tell us I about think, the wait, dust. Wait, wait, I think you're the only person in the United States whose new thing is doing dust. I feel like the only people that do dust have been doing it for 30 years. No, I know a lot of young Spanish people. I don't even like it. It's, it's, I don't even really like it that much, but like, if, you know, it mixed with the dope. It's fantastic, I guess. I don't know. I, actually, this stuff was pretty good. I felt pretty decent. What does it do to you? Have you ever done dust? No, I've done ketamine, but I've never it's, done dust. Yeah, it's, it's ketamine-y. It's like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I can't. It's, it's it a, unexplainable. Are you smoking sherm? Is it the liquid or is it uh, actual dust? It's like this wet shit on this like leaf 
substance. Yeah, right. And like you roll it up and it tastes like death. It tastes like <laughs> So it's straight formaldehyde. It's, yeah, it's I not, think that's I what think, it is, isn't it? It's, it's, it's yeah. formaldehyde. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's penylcyclopene or whatever. It's not... Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, actually what it's, it's, it's PCP. Yeah. We, we it's, all it's, know that word just from fucking trading places. That's exactly. You know what this shit does to kids? Uh, Todd, so, uh, but Todd, right, you remember so, you remember the time that you and me. Wait, w- let him finish the story though. Okay, but but he's basically one of these guys who's next thing I knew, me and my cousin was on the porch <laughs> getting naked, smoking sherm. <laughs> Did you get naked with the Upper East Side no, dust posse? No. I chilled out at like a Dunkin' Donuts, and then like and then smoked some weed out in the street. I, it was just like a total like cavalc- It was just it was just a. It was it was an orgy of drugs that day. It was just a total orgy of drugs on Sunday. Did you smoke crack um, that day too? No, I didn't smoke crack. No crack. I don't do that. I don't like crack. Um, <laughs> I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. But it's not. Um, it's not where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line in the sand. Um, but uh, so all I remember is that also. So I was sitting. I was sitting outside. We were all hanging. I was hanging out with like four or five people that in my neighborhood. They're all. They're all freaking junkies, pretty much. Um, and then I get the call to come meet my my friend down down by the Brooklyn Bridge down Smith Smith houses. So this is where it gets pretty fucking crazy. So I go down there, and uh, we're hanging out for like about like a half hour, forty five minutes. I grab like. I grab like a half a bundle, and uh, for those who don't know, a half a bundle is five bags. That is correct, sir. <laughs> um, I go. I te- I ask him how how good is it, and he's like, "Oh, it's a, it's a ten. It's a ten, like without a doubt." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, whatever. Come on, you know, <laughs> yeah. be, be serious. You know, yeah. stop fucking with it." He's like, "No, really, it's a ten. So he doesn't tell me that this shit is so fucking strong that within a half an hour of use. It doesn't matter who you are, how much you do, you're going to pass the fuck out, no matter where you are. Okay? Uh, well, so how much did you do? I did one bag. No one. way. Don't I, tell dude, us what it I, is. Yeah, I know. Don't tell us this stuff. <laughs> I would have died. I, I, like, I immediately shoot like three bags at least. He snorts it. I, oh, I wow. Shit and I sniffed one bag. And dude, I don't even remember. I barely remember getting home. Like I, I all I remember was leaving his house. But you hadn't done dope the, for like a week, right? But I was already on like four four bags. Like the, I was about a weaker shit of but that like, garbage. It was garbage. It was <laughs> crap. And then I go down to the subway, and the next thing I, the only thing I remember from that were the police waking me up and saying, "Do you need to go to the hospital?" Where and did I'm they like, wake you what? up? Where? I was like on a bench somewhere, on, in somewhere in the subway system. I don't even know what station I was at. I don't know how the fuck I even got home. Like, I don't remember a thing. Like, it was like mind eraser. Like, <laughs> I just did one, and the next thing I know, like, I'm almost like getting narcaned. And, and then the what happened? And then you told the police, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, would you, I fell asleep. So I go, right. So I go, I'm fine. And uh, they walk away. And I guess I got home. And I don't know what the hell happened once I got home. Like, I woke up the next morning on the floor of the bathroom, like, naked. The bathroom is destroyed. There's, there's, there's towels everywhere. I just cleaned the whole fucking apartment up, and the place is destroyed. Like, I just went home and, like, must have been falling all over the place and just knocking stuff over. But I don't remember anything. So 
the long story short, I wake up late for my unemployment meeting, which is at 10. I woke up at 10.30 like, Ugh. oh my God. Which is the oh only God. thing you have to do for the month. The only thing I was down there to do was to go to this stupid meeting. So I rush down, I, I, jump, in, I jump into new clothes, I rush down to the, to the center, I get there. Um, I, I, I convinced this woman to like let me in even though she's like no you gotta come back on Wednesday and I'm like that's not possible you're like I'm, I'm not gonna not, live till Wednesday at I'm this rate I'm not gonna be alive on Wednesday like I have to I, I just I, I was actually like I'm not really staying in the city right now I can't come back Wednesday I have to do this today she's like well you're gonna have to wait and I'm like well how long she's like maybe a couple hours and I'm like oh my god <laughs> so I go in the bathroom you do another bag I do a bag <laughs> <laughs> I I go outside, I sit down, fall asleep in the, in the waiting room. Oh, and then they wake me up and go, it's, it, I, hear, I hear my name being called. So I get up, I go into the talk to this guy who's like, you know, basically, you know, basically in charge of my whole financial future for the next year. And I literally fall asleep in the middle of our interview. Like, I'm like out cold in the seat as he went to go photocopy something. I don't even remember the meeting, like, at all. I, it felt like it was, like, five minutes. It was probably a half an hour. Oh, this is the worst story I've ever heard in my life. It was so bad, dude. Oh, my God. Did he say anything? He just was like... He said, yo, you got that fire down by the Brooklyn Bridge, didn't you? (laughs) No, absolutely not. He was pissed off. Like, I'm actually shocked that I'm even getting my benefits still. Like, I can't believe he didn't, like, suspend my benefits he no, should have. Obviously, having a serious problem going on here. True, um, but, dude, uh, that is a wild story. Um, I just—it was just—it was that—it was that was pretty much the worst of it. Like it was just dude. like a, a total, just, just insane two days just of me just being a complete shit mess in New York, not giving a fuck, and then coming back up here. And being sick for like days, like well, I'm still like not well. Well, all all jokes aside, you know, like this is when people die when they get yeah, some I mean, time, I and then I, I survived. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> well, he had primed his fucking self with, with a the, few bags with the garbage. Before, yeah. It's not about that. <laughs> yeah. It's a bigger picture here. Yeah, it is. You know, picture. this is like, you know, the best thing that they all say is. Oh, Todd's gone. The call failed. That's the worst he story. He probably did one of those fire bags. Dude, that's the worst <laughs> story I ever heard in my... I thought it was fun for a second, and then I realized poor Todd is in big trouble. He's in big trouble. So we, we got to get him back on the phone. There yeah. we go. Dude? Yo. 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 Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Well, where are you? Um, it's, I'm just in my house, but the, obviously the reception is terrible. So when did you come... When did you get back upstate? Uh, I got back on uh, uh, Monday. Is it Monday? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I got back Tuesday. So and I you stayed one more day, and then I just and then I came. I just came straight home. I think I had like I, I still I still had some left. Like when I got back up here. Were and your I parents there? My parents were here. Yeah. I'm, I, it was just it was it was shitty. I was in a really bad mood. It was it was bad. They knew something was up. Like I just wasn't talking. You know, it's just, you know, I, and the whole thing is I'm just so miserable up here, too. Cause it's like, here I do nothing. I just sit in the house and do... I'm just basically just in a perpetual mode of recovery. So, so it's just like I'm just doing nothing. Well, no, you're, you're in the opposite. You're in the opposite of the perpetual mode of recovery. You're in the perpetual mode of using. Of, with, well, with, I mean, with, well, with forced abstinence. 
It's forced absence, of course. So what's the plan, dude? Um, dude, I don't know. I, I'm like, I am right now. My my head is still foggy. I don't have any idea what the hell to do. Um, I mean, I guess it's to get a job. T- Todd, Todd, working, but I, I have no interest in I, that. I don't know you, but I would bet from the little bit I do know that you know exactly what to do. He's unwilling to do it. He's unwilling. Are you still well, there? Go back to rehab. I can't do that. I can't. Or do that. just meetings, something. You, you got. You got it. First the, of the all, solution, first... the solution to addiction isn't like I'm just going to go sit up at my parents' house and it's going to get better magically. No. The, right. The, yeah. the, the, solu- the first solution is is you don't go back to New York. Step one. Right. You know. I mean, you had gotten what you had gotten like. Without heroin, you had gotten at least a week together, right? Yeah, yeah. But you were still smoking weed here and there. See, this is this is why I always say complete abstinence is easier because you're not like letting a few. Th- it's like having a force field around your fucking ship, and you're letting things pass through, and then you don't know what can pass through when you have like a selective field. I would just say nothing can pass through, and then nothing will. You would like Star Trek. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just saying, like, and I, I it's listen. like modulating the, the 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 frequency on your phase rifle. Todd can certainly not modulate his frequency at this point. <laughs> you know, you I, I re, and I love. Listen, all jokes aside, I do know Todd. I love Todd. Todd and I have been friends since we were 19. We've been in and out of the ringer, you know, yeah. more times than 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 need to be explained. You know, we've both been to detox together. Uh, we've been up, uh, uh, back and forth across the country, uh, arrested multiple times. This is a cell phone connection through two suburbs. What are we going to do if he keeps cutting out? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry about that. It sucks. Maybe I should just call you on the house phone. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you yeah, call us on the that. house phone? Yeah, I'm going to call you right back. All right. Yo, this is the worst story I ever heard in my... Well... Well, it's pretty dopey. I mean, it's a dopey story. You wanted to there's, hit him with the just, dopey. There's just not like a silver lining at all of this. <laughs> Isn't there? Well, what is it? Tell me what it is. There, if Todd makes a decision to do something about his life. There is no silver lining. <laughs> yeah. At least he's not here. At least we didn't violate the tradition of having somebody using in the, in the studio. Yeah. Well, this, 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 the, the solution is, uh, is for Todd to make a decision that has nothing to do so with wait, before Quickly, before he calls back, what are we going to talk about with him right now? I don't know. I wanted to take a trip down memory lane. I thought he'd have a week clean by now. <laughs> but should we weasel a plan out of him? Well, do you want to hear a big fake plan? Well, why don't you lead with that? So you want to weasel a plan out of him, or I'm going to as tell him that I want to a- hear a big fake plan? Yes, say that and then see what he says. <laughs> Yeah. Hello? Yeah, there we go. So how are you feeling right now? Shitty. I feel shitty. Okay, and what are you going to do? Well, I mean, I'm just drinking a lot of water and just uh, pushing through it. I mean, I'm three days three days in now, I guess. Three days, three days back, I guess. Well, Chris was on his way to making a very decent point, I thought. Which is that... Well, yeah. Which is that... You can't get better sitting in your parents' house. And that's not a judgmental point. The point is, you gotta fucking, you gotta take the bull by the horns or else this is gonna keep happening over and over and over again. Right. Right? Or, no, I, mean, I know what you're saying. 
you're in perpetual misery that you that you know if you want to call it the disease of addiction fine but yeah. it's you you know you got this shit is is built in you got to fucking do something to uh you know to separate yourself from it you got to change this story you know yeah, you, yeah it, I know. and i always believe you can you know just something happens on like the 5th day where you get you get like a like a a message from somebody that you can use you know, just having to go to Manhattan was enough for you to think that you could use. You know, I, I really think you should go to... I mean, like, I've been going to meetings on Long Island, and they're not good, but they're meetings where people go to try to stay sober, which is something. Yeah, I mean, there's a meeting in town, but it sucks. Like, I, I used to go to it back like, a couple of years ago. but um, Todd, is there like, any I, sort of self-help, like, self-care thing that you would actually do like doesn't have to be aa it could be like exercising eating healthy meditation writing yoga, writing seeing a therapist anything that like is a plus yeah no i mean i exercise i do yoga I, whenever i can no, but Chris is talking yeah, about doing something positive so you can build on a positive thing. And doing it regularly. I mean like like minimum 3 times a week something. And then if that right, doesn't right. work, then you do something else. But like, I don't know. I always I I don't even like it when people try to cram AA down people's throats. I'm like, "Oh, here, like if there's one thing that you're interested in, and could be considered helpful, do it. Keep doing it. And if you find yourself loaded, then maybe that didn't work and we should try something else, you know? But is there anything you'll actually do? I I think that the real plus of that, though, is to be able to build on a positive thing. You know, so you feel like you have positive thing in the bank. You're like, well, I did this today. That's good. I don't want to fuck it up. I I just push meetings because... At least you're with other people that are on the same path. Yeah, they're the best. I mean, in my personal opinion, they're the best. But I mean, it's like you can't push that on people. But I know, and I but I know that if Todd goes to a meeting and says I have a day back, people are going to talk to him and want more good stuff out of him. And it's like, see, that's the thing. That's the thing about these meetings here. They don't do that. It's very clicky. It's like I don't, I, I don't mind the meetings that much in the city, like because like there, there you just there's so many different people there. But, like, here, it's very, I don't know, they, they are very wary. It, it's, it's, like, the opposite of, like, the, of, like, you know, the whole philosophy of AA and NA. Like, where, like, the newcomer is the most important person. Like, that, that's, like, the opposite thing here. It's, like, they, they're, they're wary of you because you're new. Todd. You know, these people see each other every single day. Todd, I... Or, like, you know... I, I dare you to either take the burning desire or speak at the end and just say, I'm struggling really hard and I need a lot of help. And just say that. I would bet everything that somebody talks to you after the meeting. Right, right. He doesn't want anyone to talk to him <laughs> after the meeting. You don't, want to t- you don't want to talk to these people. You don't know that, man. I, I have a fairly good clue that it, it is true. Dude, I'm just, you know, I'm just going through something right now. I'm just really, like, trying to figure it all out. And I just am, like, just, I'm fed up with people. I don't really, I I haven't really, I've seen my friends maybe twice since I've been back here. I just, I'm just, like, not in the mood to, like, be around people. It's just, like, I feel really burned by a lot of people right now. So it's just, like, I, you know, not, not, obviously not you, but just, there's just a lot of people in my life right now that I just, feel like they're just they're shit you know it's like i'm just i'm very wary of people like myself right now so but who who like, who up there is burning you at this point no 
no, no one, no one up really up here. It's just like I got burned by a lot of people down in the city, people that I trusted. Like you know, there were that you know I've helped them out before, and they just completely dropped the ball on me with work and like shit dude. like that. Like you know, people said they were going to help me, they didn't help me at all. But dude, all you know, of that's born. Work before all of that's born you know? with with the pattern of using. If you approach these these situations clean, I, I promise you that if you approach anything, any situation clean, it's not going to be the same thing. It's like you're you're counting on people to help you when you're high. It's just ba- it just gets fucking turned around, you know. I, I just yeah, no, I guess you that. I, I think you need to to. It's going to get worse, and then it could get better if you let it. You know, it could. Well, I can't let it get any worse. Like, I mean, th- this past weekend was a major eye opener for me. Like, I was just a shit mess. Like, I can't do that anymore. You know, it makes and then me. I came back here, and I was so terrible. Of course, I'm sure you were at your lowest when Honestly, you got back. The best, I was so low. the best thing so that could have happened to you would have been that you didn't get your disability or your unemployment. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would have been the best thing. Oh god, no, that would have killed me. I know, I but that probably would have been good for you, dude. I mean, the worst thing about that story to me was he, Todd. You said that the person who was going to be in charge of your financial year was this fucking idiot. In the unemployment office, how much money is he going to give you this year? You you oh, have to be dude, in charge. I'm getting, I'm getting so little. Like I'm going to be working like within a week. Like I'll have a job in a week. It's, it's, it's just I just have to get my ass like here. It's just getting myself motivated to like to uh, to get out of here is like what I need to do. I just don't have any motivation right now because I'm still just like you. I'm just, you know, I'm you going you know, to that unemployment office to get whatever pittance they're going to give you in order also to get high. It, you know, Todd was with me the the second time I did heroin, yeah. and then probably the next 200, 300 times. Yeah. We were to, Todd was in my apartment when I was 20. We were, what, 23? Something like that, yeah. And I was away on business, and Todd had all these people come over uh, to buy Coke from one of these guys, you know, these delivery services. Yeah. And um, and I come home and there's just a room full of like 23-year-olds buying Coke from this 17-year-old black kid, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I say to the guy, I say, well, you're going to make all this money in my apartment. What are you going to give me for it? Oh, yeah. yeah and he it. gives me and Todd two bags. And then that was it. And we did we did the two bags. It was a Sunday night. We got super high watching The Simpsons. We both passed out. In the morning, we woke up super high. We watched TV. It was like the greatest feeling in the world that Sunday. The next day, on the same high of that one bag. And he just gave us this misery. And, and that's fucking 19 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Todd was, Todd, was Dave ever somebody that you looked at and you were like, at least I'm not as bad as him? Or were you always... Oh, God, all the time. All the time. <laughs> How does it feel to have this role reversal? It doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, and, but, I mean, the reality was, he wasn't, any worse, I, I, he wasn't any worse than I was. That was just the way I perceived it back then, just because like, he was shooting and I was sniffing. Yeah. So like, to me, like, he, Dave like, was, was heavier was heavier into it but he wasn't I was just as bad if not worse because like I was doing other things on top Dave was really more just like a one drug kind of guy I was like a pill guy I did blow I did you know I did every I did almost everything 
anything I could get my hands on, I would do. So, like, basically, it was just like a smoke screen. Not to mention that Todd has this – the thing that's kept Todd using more than anything is this incredible denial sense. Like that, it's not happening. Which I still have. Which I still, which I still, which I still partake. Whenever in. I did it, I was just like, I can't believe. You know, I was like full on. Yeah. You know, when I and I was like, you were like, I don't think I'm going to use tonight. I was like, we're using. That's it. You know what I mean? Like he would like be like, I don't think I'm going to use. I don't think I'm going to use. And then like at two in the morning, he'd just like surreptitiously pick up the phone. He would never say we're getting it tonight. He would just <laughs> wind up with the fucking dope yeah, or coke. You know, for me, I would be like, it's it. I'm on. I'm not getting off. That's it. Yeah. You know, whereas he has this built in. Every day you quit. Todd. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Matt, you, you don't remember this, but like you had, there was like, there was a couple of times where I remember where you're like, don't call. You actually said, don't call. I man. do and remember. I was like, yeah, I, and I was like, fuck that, man. I'm, I, I've been riding my bike for like 10 hours. He was delivering, delivering weed back then. over New York. I'm sore, <laughs> man. I'm calling this fucker up. Let's get some dope up in this place. You need to shoot dope so you can do your job of delivering weed. He didn't yeah, shoot. He yeah, never I, shot. I, I, Todd, I, I, tell... Or you need a sniff dope. Tell whatever. Chris the story about the time I tried to shoot you up. Oh, God. Wait, the time I fainted? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one of the times you fainted. That was... But that's the time you're talking about in Los yeah. Angeles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave, like, we had some dope, and Dave was like, let me, shoot, let me try shooting you up. And he ties me up, and before he even puts the needle in, I freaking passed out because I just, <laughs> you know, like, I, I literally passed out. Oh like, I, I woke up, and I was like, did you do it? And he's like, no. Dave's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> before I even put the needle to your arm. Like, I just faint all the time. I guess I just faint, like, when I just can't handle whatever's going on. It's like, it's bad. It's like this. It's my- only happened to me twice. It's only, it was the delivery guy and that time in Los Angeles. That was the only two times in my life I fainted. We've told the delivery, for the Dopey Nation, the delivery guy. No, we haven't told it. No, we have. No, we told it we on the lost tape. On the Lost episode. Wait, do we tell it, Todd? Yeah, you told it. Yeah, definitely. He heard the Lost tape. I heard tape. that episode. He heard the Lost tape. It was the second episode. But I think he told it again. I told it with Nick Reiner. That hasn't been revealed yet. Oh, okay. Um, oh, oh. All right, well, then edit this out. No, it doesn't. No, we don't we edit don't anything. Edit anything. <laughs> um, I, is there any way I can get you to sign up for some kind of positive commitment that you can do tomorrow? Like, can you say you're going to do... What do you do- mean? Like- How about this? How about this, Todd? Let's make a plan, and what we're going to do is a weekly update on Dopey of what Todd is doing. How about that? Oh, God. Really? Yeah, I think oh, that's a man. great idea. He's just going to lie. Well, hold him accountable. Well, you'll know if he's lying, won't you? Sure, but he'll never admit it. Todd, do you, are you going to lie to the Dopey Nation? Yes. Why would I lie? Dude, I, this story I just revealed to the whole world. Like, are you kidding me? Do you know how embarrassing that is? And we, you think I'm going to lie about some bullshit where I'm up in upstate? Like, what, what, I, what, there's nothing to do here. Do you know that 2,000 people listen to Dopey in Australia? And we just got oh, an email from, fin, from Finland or Iceland? Iceland. So you're, they're going to know. They're going to know everything. <laughs> Every goddamn well, thing. All right, so let's make a plan right now. And then so next week, we'll, we're going to talk to you. And we'll we are not going to record for a month. Oh, I know. But whatever. Just humor this. This is good. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so we're I'll... going to have updates on Todd. Whatever. A monthly update we on how We should call him doing. in an hour and pretend it's next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can make up some shit. We'll see if he has an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this? How about this? 
Would you be willing to go to that meeting and say you need help? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Friday nights. It's Friday nights at the church, like down the street from my house. No, 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 no. I'm talking about tomorrow is Sunday. There is an AA tomorrow meeting. There is an AA or an NA or a CA or a fuck any meeting, any twelve step meeting. You should go to tomorrow, and not because it's going to save your life or you're going to meet anybody particularly great. It's because you're going to be able to say, I have however many days clean, you know, if it's one, if it's two, if it's whatever, and mark it with a meeting and then put it in your head that you're going to try to stick. And on the most basic level, it's you're taking one foot and putting it in front of the other in the direction of going away from drugs. Yeah, that's it. The most basic level. I know what you're saying. And and we build and we just build. We just build a little bit at a time because you could do – I mean it's like Todd's the best. But I like the idea of making this a regular thing about Todd. We check in with Todd. It can be over the phone or it can just be us talking, giving updates on Todd and how he's doing. Instagram So we're going to hold you accountable on air. All right. (laughs) Now now, you'll do it? Yeah, I guess It's iTunes review of the week, an email – Update on Todd. And Todd check-in. <laughs> Todd check-in. <laughs> um, Todd? Yeah. You, you know, we've known each other for about 20 years. If, if you had yeah. to pick a story from the past 20 years with the two of us, what would your story be? Oh, God. That's a, that, dude, that's a, that's a, that's a big, that's a huge question. Um. I know what mine would there's be. There's so many. There's so many. But I'm drawing a blank right now, now that I'm, like, on the spot. Um, Mine would be your worst. I, my favorite ones are the ones you hate the most. So my first, my favorite one, and it, it's, like, it is the drive home from L.A. Oh, I hate that freaking story so much. Like, that is, like, I still get upset about it. Like, I can't talk about that. It's, man. like, my favorite story. Just have you revealed the story yet to the, the Dolphin Nation? I have not heard it. Have I heard it? I tried to tell it, but I knew that I couldn't tell it. Oh, is this the one you told me to erase? Maybe. Like no. during the episode or something? No. It was like you going to motels or something? Yeah, but why did I erase it? Um, did you mention like a prostitute or something? No, maybe? there were no prostitutes. Todd, no tell the story. Please, just tell the story. I love to hear the story. Oh, God. So, all right. So we get to... Me and Dave are driving... We're driving back from Los Angeles. No, we're both fucking just coming off of dope. I have a bottle of methadone. Todd has like a bundle. Tons of butt. Tons of butt. But we also had, you had some dope too, right? We, but it was gone by then. But we it was. We had some speed. We, we, were, we were doing speed through Colorado and then we ran out of speed and dope. And they were just smoking weed and you were sipping your methadone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I don't remember doing any of your methods. So what happened? I don't know how the hell I made it. No, you had you had some dope, and you like I remember you you let me talk you into giving me some of your last dope. That was in Colorado, dude. Like we were in Illinois at this point. We were long done with the dope. Uh, it was over. Okay, so what happened? We only had we only had like a very little amount of money. We ran out of money halfway through the trip, and I had to call my sister to have her wire us money. I feel like I've heard this. It was the story where we we start we the first night we stopped we stopped in uh, it was someplace it was like Nevada. Where did we stop the first night? 
Colorado? Dude, we, 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 we were like sleeping on the side of the road and shit. Like, no, but was, didn't we stop was... in like three motel rooms across the way? And the first one we watched Rocky, and the second one we watched Rocky 2, and in the third one we watched Rocky 3? Yeah, but I don't remember the first night at all. Anyway. I, I do remember the Rocky thing, but I don't remember... I don't remember the hotel the first. All I remember, the only night I remember is that one night. So tell the <laughs> story. <laughs> this is first of all, before uh, you tell the story, this is just great. It's like two drug-addled minds <laughs> trying to piece together stories from 20 years ago. No, yeah, tell us. Uh, yeah, this is going to be scattered. But, uh, tell Chris we, what happened. Uh, we got lost. We, we, we were supposed to like get off in Chicago or something. I, or, or, or maybe we were, were we trying to find, I don't know if we were trying to find DK, our friend D, David, David, um, somewhere, he lives somewhere in Illinois, but somehow we ended up in this, like, little, this little town in Illinois, and, like, we, like, I didn't know where we were, it was a small little Hickville town, and there was this motel on the side of the road, so I decided, it looks pretty run down, so I'm like, it's probably had to be pretty cheap. So we pulled off the road. They had a restaurant attached to the hotel so we could get some food, and we were hungry, and whatever. We're also traveling so, with Todd's massive pit bull. You know? I had a dog back then, and Maggie, and she was with us. So we pull off the road. Um, we get a room. We turn on the TV. Rock, the Rocky Marathon is on. And uh, I bust out some bud, and we start smoking. So I had, like, this kill stuff from, like, the, the medical marijuana clinic, like, in California. The dispensary. Super yeah. dope. It was super dank. And it just stunk. It smelled so skunky that I guess, it, unbeknownst to us, this hotel is an infamous spot for methamphetamine creators to stop off and create bathtub methamphetamine. I guess this was a huge, like, meth town. Hmm. But we didn't know because we, you know, we're not from we're not from Illinois. <laughs> so there was a there was some kind of like super sensitive alarm inside of the wall of the hotel that that went off from the stink of the smell of the marijuana. I thought it was a smoke and alarm. It, How could there be a smell sensor? No, there was an in. They told the guy. The cop told us later on. He said there was there was a sensor inside the wall to detect like noxious odors to alert the, the fire department so they can bust, you know, methamphetamine. <laughs> Smell <for> sensor. <laughs> it sounds so fake. Uh, anyway. That's what he said. That's what he, but, they also, but they also said they smelled something in the kitchen because our, our wall was, was along this, the back of the kitchen and it smelled so bad that it went through the wall and it smelled in, in, the, in the restaurant. And then so, we ordered whatever. food. I, 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 we I, ordered food. I open the door yeah. to go get the food, and the cops are at the fucking door. No, oh, you forgot the you forgot the best part. What we heard a banging. We heard we heard someone breaking into the. We basically heard the door getting kicked open next door because there was no one next door to us. It was the fire department rushing into every single every single room because. Because you guys set the alarm off. Cooking up methamphetamine. <laughs> and then there was a banging at the door. It was the cops in the, in the fire department. And the next thing we know, there's like 10 police. There's like, there's police cars. There's <laughs> fire department there. And there was, my bed was covered with butt. Like I took the blanket and like covered, just basically flew, flew it, threw it over all the bags of butt <laughs> on the bed. 
So the dog's running around barking. They, they come in, they look in the bathroom. The bathroom's clean. And it turns out the cop had a cold, so he couldn't smell the bud in the room. But they had all these sensors that were going. They, you know, they were checking the air quality and stuff like that, and it was all fine and whatever. And so they leave. They left. And then, and then 10 minutes later, they come back because no one else was in the hotel. So they, they just knew that it was us. It was bullshit. It was total bullshit. So then what happened? Did you get in trouble or no? No. They searched your room again. That's not what happened. my pot. No, that's not what happened. What happened was... No, no. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You're like, can I go and get the food? You can search me. That's right. That's why I was so pissed off. Dave goes to the cop. All right, while you're searching the room, do you mind if I just run to the restaurant and grab the food? You can search me. And he, so he volunteers to be searched, and they find my one-hitter in his pocket. <laughs> I go, oh, shit, I forgot I had the bat in my pocket. It's a complete, you know, warrant to search their whole room now until they find something. They know we had something. Yeah, so they man. go through you everything. You such they an idiot. They finally find the bud. I argue that I'm like a medical marijuana recipient. If they're calling California CHP to, like, get, like, See if I'm actually like signed up for this program. It was like a whole thing. Oh my god! And they like they arrest us. They they find all this. But they find my blood. They take us. They basically take us to this like one this one room police, police station. Department, yeah. where, police station where he had to unlock the door to like let us all in. He's like turning on the lights in the police department. Oh. <laughs> He's like, the place is like shut down for the night. He's like the one lone cop. Oh yeah, remember that he was asking us for a bribe. On yeah, the he, goes, he goes. He goes. He goes. How much money do you guys have on you? He's like. He's like. I don't really want to open up the station. <laughs> no. How much money do you have? And we have nothing. Yeah, just how much money do we have? I'm like, I've got two hundred dollars, like on a prepaid, like Mastercard. Yeah, I got an ounce He's of bud. Like, oh, that's not gonna do it. <laughs> how about if you just take all the bud? We'll call it even. But then, yeah, but then, the, then the fucked up thing. The reason that this story is an epic story is because that we still had more bud in the car and we take off from there right Todd and uh and, yeah. we, and we start driving and Todd's like I'm tired I, I let, why don't you and Todd never lets me drive and yeah. it's smart is this the right am I having the story correct yeah go ahead and um and so Todd's like I'm tired why don't you drive so I'm I start driving and I don't remember where we were where were we I don't know. And I we, mean, all and I know is every time we touch the freaking wheel, we got pulled over. I start driving. We get pulled over. They search the car. They find another bit of bud. No. They take <laughs> that. Oh, my God. And we wind Basically, up in... Dave drove three times on the trip. And those three times, every time we got pulled over, and every time they found bud in the car. <laughs> every time. Each time every they found time. a little bit of bud. There was like, just... I had nothing by the time we got I had like probably like a quarter pound when we, I left California by the time we got back to New York three or three days later I had nothing oh man except like <laughs> except tickets all across America that I've never paid <laughs> so I can never go back to like all these towns that I have I don't even know where they are you're like, not going to Illinois go again like, it's they're hysterical gonna arrest me in a that's funny I don't know why I think it's so funny, but the you most told some version of the story yeah, once. Yeah, I remember that. Because, story. Yeah, because it wasn't your bud; it was my bud. <laughs> yes. No, the comedy of the story is that first of all, I like horrible stories. You know, we live to tell the tale. But second of all, I love that we watched Rocky in multiple states, and I love that we always had a little bit more bud. <laughs> like, like <laughs> in, in, it's almost oh, like you spread it all around. So you until just, we got to Buffalo, I remember we had like one joint left. 
when we got to Buffalo. We went to some pizza place, and then he was like, should we smoke the last joint? I was like, might as well. And then I think yeah. we found some bud someplace else before we got back. So to wait, upstate. was it intentional that you spread the bud around, or it just happened like that? No, we just had so much weed in so many different places, right? It wasn't yeah, intentional. Yeah, I did it purposely because I knew Dave was going to get us pulled over every time <laughs> I let him drive the freaking car. Dude, I used to. I used to do that when I would cop. I would put money in my left sock, money in my right sock, and money in my po- pocket, pocket, pocket. And I was like, that way, if I get robbed, I'll, d- I can definitely get something Back eventually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god. Yeah. Here. No, but- it was horrible. Like I, I wanted to. I didn't, me and Dave, we didn't speak for four, four years, three years, that two years something after like that. that. Or after like that. the trip. Yeah, he was so upset. We also got into this big fight about he was supposed to give me money to get. From upstate to Manhattan, and he, and I, I lost my mind. I mean, I also was going back because, like, my grandmother, my aunt had just died. There was some. It was just. A, it was a mess, and were, I was still. Were you, going, were you going back to L.A. after this? Or he this never day? went back. Did you go back? Yeah, I, I went didn't right go back. back. He went back. I went right back. Um, before you, yeah, we, we gotta, back. we gotta, we gotta stop. Um, but I want you. We're gonna do an email before it's over. So read the email. Should I do it with Todd? Yeah, Todd. Listen to this. Listen to this email. Okay. All right, this email is from Brett, and um, the subject line is Fire Dopey Story. And before I read this, I just want to say to all the listeners, we've been getting a ton of emails. We read them all. We personally respond to like 95%, if not 100%. At least 99%. We we definitely read all of them. We respond to, to all of them pretty much. And we're getting to the point where, like, it's going to be difficult to probably read all of them. But hold on. We love getting the emails. We love getting the emails. Thank you for the emails. Keep them coming, please. The the emails are the closest things we get to drugs these days. Yes. So thank (laughs) you for getting us a little bit high. (laughs) It's funny because I'll get emailed. It's from, like, a random person, like a random name. And I'll see, like, a random name. I know it's a personal email. And I get excited. Because it's like that new dope that you don't know how it is. (laughs) But now I get those emails for school. So, like, I'll look at it. I'll be like, oh, a dope email. And then they're like, oh, it's just something. Thing from school like, and then he texts me yo new good email yeah. all right so this is uh the subject line is fire dopey story i was living in south carolina at the time and i was moving to florida because i got a job running a charter snorkeling boat basically taking tourists out in the ocean to snorkel and look at fish a great job i was dating a stripper at the time and i decided to bring her along The day I moved, I pulled up to the shitty trailer that we were going to live in, and this dude was standing out front in a huge starter jacket on watch. He seemed nice, but I figured he was definitely selling. I was a very active user and alcoholic at the time, as was my girl. Let's call her E. Was probably the worst alcoholic I have ever met. E had severe mental illness and was prescribed Xanax and some SSRI. She had to take the Xanax because she would seize, probably from alcohol withdrawal. So weeks pass and the crack cookies are being fired up left and right. Booze, Xanax, and crack was almost an everyday thing. Somehow I was still managing to keep my job. Moving in that trailer was the perfect storm for an addict. Dealer with everything literally 15 feet next door. One night we were doing the regular thing, rocks, downers, and booze. We stayed up all night waiting for the dealer to get home to re-up. It sounded like a good idea at the time. It makes me sick just thinking of it. So the sun came up and I decided to go fishing on the bay behind our place. 20 minutes later, my dealer's cousin came to get me and said that E was waving a gun around talking nonsense. So I walk back to the trailer and she is down the back hall with, the, with a gun in her mouth. 
The dealer, his cousin, and I were just staring at her like, are you fucking kidding me? She said, blah, blah, I don't want to live. The cousin said, do it. He said she don't have the balls. I'm no doctor, but I'm sure that's not the best way to handle it. (laughs) So I stand at the end of the hallway, kind of hidden. I say, look, you're just drunk. Let's smoke some crack. I'm sure you'll feel better. (laughs) She she turns the gun down the hallway and fires two shots, missing anyone, thank God, and falls to the ground crying. I grab the gun and a 50 rock. The dealer and the cousin were gone as soon as the shots fired. I walked down to the river with my dog, the gun, and crack pipe. I threw the gun in the water because I have no idea where she got it. I hung out down by the water for a couple hours, drinking, fishing, smoking. Cops never showed, so I went back. E was passed out. So the next day, I asked her what happened. She answered, what do you mean? I told her she just passed out early. Her SMI was so severe, why even bring it up? Sorry, it's hard to follow. Did it on a phone. Dopey Nation represent Brett. Whoa. Wow, that's a story right there. Yeah. (laughs) Brett, that's a great story. Yeah. Thank you for the email, Todd. Dude. Todd, we're going to check in. This is going to be a regular thing. Probably once a month because of our recording habits. But the deal is we're going to update on Todd. Don't bullshit us. Please. I won't. I won't. You can also just call me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm totally here. All right. Yeah, I know you're busy, though. You got a kid. But that's not the point. You know, like, it's... He's willing. I'm more than willing. I love to hear from you, even if you're not doing good. You know? All right. All right. Not to mention, do something good for yourself tomorrow. Just do something. I'll try. Just No, just do something. One thing. I will. It all builds on each other. You know? I know. You can't solve the world's problems in one stroke, but you can do it a little at a time. Right? Or you're... Whatever. All right, bud. I love you. All right, guys. You're Chris, Dave. Have a great evening. All right. Thanks for calling, Todd. Right, you got it, boys. I'll talk to you later. All right, All right. bud. Bye. Bye. All right, peace. That's tough. I got to meet this guy. I never met him. Todd? I feel like I know him. Sweet, sweet soul. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, sad call. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's the episode. That's the episode. Drop us a review if you don't mind, and we want to say thank you. We've been getting a lot more reviews on iTunes. And Tons of reviews. That's just as good as the email. We really look forward Hold to on. the There's iTunes something reviews because want... it legitimizes what we're doing somehow. In it, my eyes, it does. Why? Why? Because other I, people can see yeah, it. Yeah, because other people, to the they, they look at it and they say, ooh, wow, 75 reviews. Right. Even our bad review turned good. I know. Even our, I kind of liked our bad review. Should we talk about that? Another time. But I want to say this. Anybody who's listening to the phone, I'm sorry, to the show right now and has an Instagram account, why don't you pick up your phone and follow Dopey Podcast? We actually do post regularly on Instagram. But we our, have like our 20... Facebook, our Facebook sucks, but we do post regularly on Instagram. You can see some pictures of what we look like, sort of, like our eyes are blurred out. But I'm just if saying like through it. that would legitimize us a little bit more if we had more followers. And all you have to do is right now pick up the phone and send us $50. I mean, pick up the phone and <laughs> sign up to Instagram and, and say you'll follow Dopey Podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. Send us fifty dollars. I just, it just, I just felt like I was in a telephone for a second. Pick up the phone, send us some money. You know, no, we don't want money, but it would be nice to have an Instagram following. How do you think that went? It's sad. It's really it bad. Sad. Well, yeah. how do you think it went? I, I was hoping know. he had a week clean. I mean, do you think it was interesting weed? for people to listen to? I don't know. You guys, how was that? 
Dopey Nation, was that was that worthy of, of us? Yeah. Was that interesting to you? Drop us an email, dopeypodcast at gmail.com, or write a review. Oh, we're doing iTunes Review of the Week, too. We didn't have a review. Do what a review. Do we have 80 reviews. We I'm saying... Read. So where's our iTunes review of the week? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read it right now. But we have to make that a regular thing. If you want to review Todd, you can review him. Review on Todd, a, and on then we'll, we'll always read the iTunes review of the week. All right, here we go. Am I starting? How far back should I go? You should read the one that likes. I mean, we got like five in the last week. Read, read the best one. All right. Um, I like the one where the guy says we should be happy because we whine so much about getting reviews. All right, read that one. I'm just gonna read whichever one's like kind of long. Um, read the one that bashes here you. i'm gonna do this one uh it's this is from august 18th because then there's a whole bunch to read and this is from uh chase we read this one did we yeah okay um i will read from leslie you want me to do that one sure she said this is from october 1st she said i stumbled on this podcast when i was looking for something to listen to at work i'm so glad i found it because it's hilarious and so relatable i've had my issues with opiates and the law and i've been on opioid replacement therapy for three years i don't consider myself sober or clean because i use from time to time but the stories on this podcast definitely remind me of why i got on suboxone and tried to have a more stable life I've never done rehab and I've only been to one NA meeting, so that side of recovery is very interesting to hear be talked about. No one ever talks about that type of stuff outside of meetings or close friends, it seems. So thanks. Sorry for the rambling review. Excited for the next podcast. All right, so that was on October 1st. We'll get more into the um, weekly deals up to date because we're adding this feature to the show. I think we should do it in the beginning, too. Yeah, we should do it in the beginning. Oh, we got some great new ones on here. Should I read one more? Sure. No, it's the one of the oh, week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dopey Nation. Toodles. Uh, stay strong, Dopey Nation. Is it Dopey Nation stay strong or is it stay strong, Dopey Nation? I think it's both. It's both. Okay. Dopey Nation, stay strong, stay strong. And I'm going to end this with Necro, with uh, I Love Drugs, unless you want to hear it right now. What's what? Oh, that song. What's the difference? You have to listen to the words, though. It's really good. Just play it. All right. It's just like We're gonna my friend Necro. Justin's right about your music taste. Yeah, I'm not saying this is a good song. I'm saying why you, don't you, you just like, listen you to like "Mind song. of a Junkie" by Anders? That was a good. song. That was great. Yeah, that's a good song. But this is this like, is not a good. It's song. not a good song. But the lyrics are great. If you, you'd have to give it a chance. Did Caitlin to the cut your hair? Yeah. Are you gonna, you gonna listen to it this time? Yeah. All right, guys. Just shut up. I know it sucks, but listen to the lyrics. It's just I need love. When I come home from work, I'm fiending for an eight ball. I got crack on my mind. I'm hearing cocaine call. Telling me to beep the dealer to deliver me stuff. Keep it a secret from my wife because she thinks I don't use drugs. There I was, bleeding from my nose. And damn, I couldn't breathe. But I'm still thinking about the next gram. It's Friday night. I'm not trying to leave my crib, dude. I kill myself while the dealer's eating Japanese food. I ain't got no pride while buying the shit. I'm lying to myself. Telling the runner I'm trying to quit. It's all make-believe. I'll pretend that I'm true. When you give me credit, I'll dodge you every chance that I get to. Even if it's good, I'll sniff it up in a minute. Leave you back and complain that you put too much cut in it. If you fall for that and bring me a new sack, I'll be making more crazy faces than Jim Carrey on crack. Cause yo, I'm ripped. I owe you loot. Plus I know you. I deserve to be murdered. But the coke is doing it for you. I got nerves. Can you put them pills on my bill? Yo, I'll tell you we're friends. And yo, we don't even chill. I need drugs. Nonsense
really is a take on the whole culture. You know the whole culture? Yeah, 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 totally. It's better than I thought it would be. The lyrics are good. John sent this to me. Beach John. Should I just cut it out? Alright, Dopey Nation. I'm gonna fade it out, watch. It's better than I thought. But have a good day. Did you? Oh, you like that line? Did you hear that line? You would like this. You got to a mess it on. Listen. Goodbye. 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 I wanna take a walk around the world I wonder would it do me any good Until I get some money in my pocket Then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood But I wanna be good so bad I wanna be so good, so bad, so bad I wanna be good so bad Bad desires, all I ever had. And I want to take a ride up in the sky. Watch this airplane just pass me by. And I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive. Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive. But I want to be good so bad. Want to be so good, so bad, so bad. I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had